Hey guys, and welcome to episode 31 of the In Between Dreams podcast. As always, I am your host, Daniel, and I'm here with my lovely fiance, Samantha. Hey guys. So lately we have been kind of busy, and we've watched quite a few things lately, so we're going to get back on the update trail and talk about things that we've watched lately. Yeah. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is the Ted Bundy movie called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, and that is on Netflix starring Zac Efron. Correct. So, what did you think? Um, I'm going to be honest, I didn't like it. I, I know everyone said he did a really good job, and he did to a point, I guess, um... Sorry, guys, if you can hear Kipper in the background. Um, but the... I feel like he did all right. And I just feel that they left out... And granted, I don't want them to show, like, horrific details, obviously. But I felt like they didn't really show anything about what he did to people. And I feel like it, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I feel like you miss the emotion that you would have for those victims and their families by them not even discussing it, really. And then they ended it with something that never actually happened. And it, I think the point was that it's based on his girlfriend's view of the situation, his girlfriend at the time's view. And I think that they got that part pretty pretty right. I guess she had a book on it, and I think they, I read they pulled the book off the shelves for some reason. But um, and that was like years ago. But I, at the end, they changed the details of how her book went because they wanted to give the audience something. And I was like, that was never. That wasn't factual. I don't know. My biggest thing with it is, of course, we watched the Ted Bundy tapes. That's a docu-series. We watched that. So good. Earlier this year. Um, and that kind of tells you, went through everything, like his victims and where they were found and how he met them. And and the movie with Zac Efron, it was almost like he was innocent the whole time. You yeah. know, like he didn't do anything. They didn't tell you how he did anything. It's like, oh, he's just being hunted by the cops for no reason because he looks like some looks like the drawing and yeah. that kind of thing and so it was a good if it wasn't based on real events like it would be a good a good movie like a good Netflix movie well and I think if you've never seen anything else about <clears throat> Ted Bundy you probably would be okay watching it yeah but you should probably if you liked it or you're more interested in Ted Bunny, go watch the, the tapes because it just give you a lot more information. Just like at one point he gets out of jail and like they kind of documented that whole thing mm-hmm. and the tapes were in the in the movie. It's just, I don't know. I don't want to, I guess it's not really spoiling it because it happened over 30 years ago. Yeah. But... And there are, granted, the Ted Bundy tapes aren't the only thing that's out there about Ted Bundy. Like, yeah. There's crime show after crime show that go over 
that um, go over him and obviously other serial killers. <clears throat> but I think the Ted Bundy tapes was good for... Like, the other documentaries don't really go over talking with him. And the Ted Bundy tapes did, to a point. So. Yeah. And the Ted Bundy tapes go into more details about him representing himself in court. Yeah. And the movie, it's just kind of... The movie almost, until the end, almost makes him out to be, like, a hero or something. Kind of. Yeah. Which, again, it's supposed to be from the girlfriend's perspective. But even the girlfriend... Uh, Liz, I think, Elizabeth Kendall, maybe, I think was her name. She, um, she knew that something was off, and I'm pretty sure she said that in the books. Like, it, the movie makes it seem like she thought he was innocent and he didn't do it this whole time, but in real life, she did, so. One thing I will say is I know everybody did throw a big fuss about that movie when it first God announced that um, Zac Efron was going to be playing the role of Ted Bundy. But the thing is, because everyone was like, oh, he's such a pretty boy. But just so everybody knows, usually that's how serial killers end up being serial killers. <laughs> because they look, they're charming. Psychopaths. Yeah, and Little Forrest Gump was in it. Oh, yeah. Little Forrest Gump. I had to look up it. his name. Haley Joel Osmond. Osmond. He was in Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense as well. Sixth Sense. I don't think I ever saw that movie. Me either, but I know that he was in it. And he saw dead people. Is there anything else about the Ted Bundy movie? No, I just recommend that if you're going to watch it, you watch the other things. Even though they are quite a bit more detailed. Yeah, so the next thing that I watched, Samantha was kind of in the room, but she, I don't think she was that interested in it. It's a documentary. It's also on Netflix about prices, the prices, right? Called the Perfect Bid, and basically it was this guy who watched many. He watched the show like every day, and he studied it, and he came up, and he's they apparently kept repeating prizes in the same price, and he memorized them, and he would go to the show, and he would yell at the prices, and he'd be exactly right. And at one time, Bob Barker was like, they like called out his name. And for the longest time, he couldn't get on the show. And in the 26th episode, I think it's 26, was that what it was? 24 or something? It was in the 20s. He finally got on the show. In the first, um, he was in the show, he was in the, the contestants row. The first prize he had never seen before, so he was wrong. And the second one, he got exactly right. And then the... He got he won in his game, but then he didn't win in the the wheel, yeah. whatever it's called. So he didn't even get a chance at the the big showcase. Um, but then it came that the guy a couple years ago got the showcase. Show, was is it the showcase showdown? That's what it's called, right? The final. I, I think it's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. He got it exactly right, and this guy was trying to take um, credit for it. The contestant that got it right was trying to take contest credit for it, saying that he wa- saying he watches it every day, studies it. But in reality, the person, the guy that the documentary is about, yelled out the price exactly, and he thought he calculated it wrong. He he thought he went low, 
but he said it out loud and it was exactly right. And when it, they said when it happened and when they were filming, like the show stopped for like 15 minutes because they didn't know what to do. And they didn't know if they were going to air it or if they were going to go on before they would have came back from commercial break to know um, exactly, like, to, they hadn't told the guy that he won yet. So it, there was 15 minutes between the time that they guessed and the time that they came back because they were trying to figure out what to do. And they said that they the guy got, like, escorted out. and The, the, the winner got escorted out? No, or the, guy, the, guy that the guy that yelled the number out. Okay. Well, not, like, escorted out, but, like, he got, like... They went and talked to him and everything. And so he'll never be allowed to be on this show again um, as a contestant. What, because he yelled out a number? Are you not supposed to yell it during that? Well, they're never going to... Uh, so the thing, I didn't know this. When you went, when you go to The Price is Right, you have like an interview before. Or they like talk to you. Mm-hmm. And they pick out like the people that they think are good contestants. It's not just a randomly drawn name. I thought it was a randomly drawn name. It's not. So but until a couple years ago, once you were on the show, you were never allowed to be a contestant again. Right. You could go, you just couldn't. But then they changed that rule. But now, since he yelled out, he they knew what he does, and they knew that how he was doing it. He'll never be allowed to like the compete thing is, again. Like, anybody else could study the game. Absolutely. Anybody else. So. Yeah. So if you need something to watch and you like The Price Is Right, go check it out. If you don't like The Price Is Right, you're probably not going to like it. But it was pretty interesting. Yeah. So then of course, it brings us to. American Idol, which actually the finale is this coming Sunday, so it's gone super fast. Um, we haven't talked about it in two weeks. Two weeks ago, they they did Queen, and then last couple of days ago, they did uh, Elton John. Yeah, which I wonder they are they doing it because they made movies about it? Is that why they're picking this? Um, so they they ended up on two weekends ago. They ended up using their save on Lacey. Lacey, they're the one save the the judges get um, a season. They used it on Lacey. So and last in a couple of days ago, last Sunday's show, there was five contestants, and now they're down to three. So if you've been paying attention to us and our podcast, you will know who the final three are because we were right. It is Lane, Lane Hardy, Madison. What's her last name? Madison Vandenberg. And then Alejandro. Aranda. Aranda. And they're the final three, so they'll be performing in the finale this coming Sunday. Lane and Madison were the first two in, and we kind of have thought they were. And I was kind of worried about Alejandro, if he would get in or not, because mm-hmm. he's been singing his own original songs. Yeah. Um, so they were been singing the Queen and the Elton John, but then they got to sing another song, and he sung his own, or sang his own. Yeah. So it's kind of risky. Um, but, yeah. We, we did call that. I don't know who's going to be the the winner, though. I, I think it's going to be Elaine or Madison. And I don't know who I would pick out of those two. Like, they're both so young. And either way, I think either of them probably has a solid career ahead of them um lane lane seems very humble he's not as humble as alejandro i know but he he still has that humble like small town kind of vibe and then lane's gonna get all the the preteen girls voting for him though but madison 
Madison, I think they said it early, was that she is, she reminds you of Kelly Clarkson, and she, she does. does. She's, she does. She is an absolute powerhouse, and I don't know. I I think it's going to be very, very close between them, but then Alejandro might win because everybody loves that he's doing things differently, and he's got great musicality, and I just... I don't know. I think all three of them could win it. I think all three of them in the right... If they get the right people around them, they will all three be successful in their own genre. Yeah, I agree. Um, They may not be like huge stars like a Kelly Clarkson or, or Carrie Underwood, but they all have the ability to have long, successful music careers. But to be fair, most American Idols you don't hear about very much after they win American Idol. So, whatever. So, yeah, we'll update you when, after the finale, it'll probably be two weeks from now, because I think next week I'm going to do something different. I was going to do it this past week, but never planned it out. So, that'll be next week, and then we'll update you in two weeks, because then we have both our bachelor party and bachelorette parties that weekend, so we can talk about those as well. Yeah. So, a new show that we have discovered... And I think we just discovered it accidentally, just put it on one night. We're like, what is this? One so, night within the last, like, week. Yeah, some of you <laughs> may already watch it, but it's called Million Dollar Mile. Um, basically, they go through obstacle courses, and the contestant gets a two-minute head start, and then there's a defender mm-hmm. of the same sex, so it's either a guy racing a guy or a girl racing a girl. Um, but they get a two-minute head start, and then if they get done the first obstacle, Obstacle, it's ten thousand dollars. Second, it's twenty five thousand. Fifty thousand is the third, and then they can they cannot if they get to fifty thousand, they can't get anything less than fifty thousand. Yeah, the the ten thousand and the twenty five thousand. If they choose to go to another obstacle instead of exiting the course, they can lose that. So the fifty thousand is locked in. And then there's ones above that. I think it's like two two fifty. One hundred two fifty and. It's probably five mm-hmm. and then a million or a million. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. something like that. But yeah, there's this big wall at the end. They can cash out. Like if they finish one, they get 10000 They can go to the wall. But they still have to beat the defender to the finish line. Yeah, but they have the, to climb the wall. and then... Yeah, but if the defender beats them, beats the obstacle, the, whatever they're doing first, then they lose. Yeah. And it, it's, it's pretty wild. The defenders are crazy. It's like nerve-wracking. The, Every time this show's on, I tell Daniel, I'm like, I hate this show, I hate this show. And yeah. I'm like, go, go, go. And, like, you don't want you don't want the contestants to lose. But, the def- like, the defenders are, I they are probably trained at the age of two to, <laughs> to start competing and things like this because they're crazy. Yeah, that's it's insane. They're, the athletic ability, uh, athleticism, the just strength that they all have it's yeah. it's insane so if you need something to watch go check it out it comes on cbs i have no idea what nights it comes on um it's hosted by tim tebow yeah i think lebron james is the executive producer and tim tebow is the host of it um so yeah it's on currently but we have it paused yeah it's, so. it was muted and it was going and the girl is up to like fifty thousand. so it's no, she's at a hundred thousand. Oh yeah so this- then she paused it yeah, this is the first one we've ever seen where they've gotten past the... The first couple, yeah. Yeah, the, I think we've seen one where they made it to the 50000 and it was locked in. And then the others, 
get 10,000, 25,000 maybe and then but they don't get anything more than that. Yeah. So it's a pretty good show. And then that takes us to the next thing that we've watched. Um, <laughs> first time viewers for both of us last night was The Bachelorette. I And I shouldn't say first time viewer, but it's the first full episode I've ever watched that I can remember. Like I've seen trailers and clips and and um, like things on Instagram. Like pieces of it, but I've never watched a full video or a full episode. Yeah, and I've never seen even a clip of it before. It's pretty weird, pretty wild. Um, so <laughs> if you've never seen it, basically there was 30 guys trying to get one girl and a lot got eliminated last night. Yeah, I don't know how many. She had a lot of, I guess, they give out roses every day or every episode. And that's who stays, and everybody who doesn't get one it goes home. So when they, and then when they, I guess when we started paying attention to it, because it was on, and we sat down after dinner, or no, after doing our seating chart, actually. Mm-hmm. And the guys were getting out of the limo and meeting her, and... We were cracking they, up. Yeah, they were so awkward. A lot of them were just absolutely like characters, clowns, for lack of a better word. There is a better word out there, but I'm not going to say on this family-friendly podcast. And it was just, the stuff they came up with, I don't know if they came up with it on their own, or if the producers are like, you're going to do this. Did the guy that come on a tractor, did he get a rose? No, and I felt so sad for him. Yeah, I feel like, so... One of the guys had a girlfriend back home or something, and she confronted him. And that took up a lot of the people's time to go and talk to her. Spoiler, spoiler it doesn't, alert. I'm not. I don't care about spoilers of the Bachelorette. <laughs> but I think that was planned. Like I think that was planned. Like I think the producers did that. It's scripted. If you want my opinion? This whole thing is scripted. It's like the hills. The hills were scripted. Laguna Beach was scripted. I don't know. Keeping up the Kardashians is scripted. I don't know. Like I feel like. There's a script to a point, but I don't think she gets to pick, or I don't think the direct the producers get to pick who she has stay and who she doesn't. Do you know? What I mean? Yeah, but I'm like, sure I they can they... influence them. I'm sure they can be like, "You go talk to her." But yeah, the guy still yeah. the guy still has to be charming when he talks to her and everything. Yeah. Like, you're not gonna go up and just pick me, baby. Well, <laughs> they probably would. Yeah, but I feel like there's probably there's probably outside influence for the drama. There's probably a lot of drinking. There's probably a lot of there's probably a lot of things going on that we don't see, so Yeah. So that's everything that we've watched recently. I don't know if I'll continue to watch The Bachelorette. I'm sure Samantha will have it on, so I'm sure I'll watch it or <laughs> tune in or whatever it may be. So some things that we've been up to lately. Um, Samantha's friend graduated from college on the weekend, so we went over to her house for a graduation party. It's pretty fun. It was pretty fun. It rained on us a little bit, but um, her her whole family was there, and friends that Samantha's friends were there, and just sat around and talked and ate and. Had a good old time. Good old time. It was a friends theme, and I'm not really a big friends. 
fan. Um, the only time I really saw Friends was in the break room at Target. Actually, that thing was on repeat until mm-hmm. until the manager Shannon would come in and put on like Wheel of Fortune or something, whatever she watched every night. I don't know what it was. But it wasn't Friends. She turned the DVDs of Friends off and she put on the TV. One of the two channels of the break room got back in the day. <laughs> Anything else about her party? No. It was... It was good. And then the next day was Mother's Day. So we went over to my mom's. Um, first we went to Sam's because we were tasked with the... Dessert. <laughs> dessert. So we went to... We're going to Sam's to get waters, and and we got a cake from there. Um, and then we went over to Mom's, who my sister and brother were both there with their significant others, and my niece and nephew was there as well. And, yeah, we had had lunch, sat around, just talked, and hung out, and... Made a day of it. Made a day of it. Mom really liked her gift. I'm not going to tell you what it was. Um, but it was very touching, and her reaction was very touching. Yeah. So it was, um, a very good day. Yeah. And then we came home, and so when we moved into this house, there was a washing machine downstairs. <laughs> I forgot we were going to talk and about this. So Samantha had paid, um, Apple Valley, Apple to, come Valley to come get it on Monday. So she borrowed a dolly from... My stepmom, my Sir stepmom. Darcy. And we got it out of Samantha's Samantha's trunk, and we went downstairs, um, cleaned it off and everything. Well, and mind you, I had the dolly for like a week, and we were going to get it, like, I was thinking we needed to get it outside earlier so I could take the dolly back, but then it rained, and I didn't want it sitting out there in the rain. So, we basically waited until the last possible minute to do this. Yeah. And we didn't have any bungee cords or any straps or anything. So, we had to go to Target and get those. We wouldn't be able to do it without them. Yeah, not a chance. So, we had it strapped to the dolly. And I tried to pull it up the stairs, but it kept getting caught on the stairs. So, rearranged everything, tried it again, didn't work. Um, We got it up about three steps. And then, so... If you've never seen our house, so we have stairs to go down to the basement, and it's the wall, and then the one side of the steps is, it's like a, it's not a banister, like a railing banister, it's like a, it's just a wall with like a bar, and so we got it up three steps, and Daniel's like, can you come down? I couldn't lift it from the top, and Daniel was trying to lift it at the bottom, and I was just pulling, and we he said can you can we switch so then i got on the banister and slid down to the bottom of the basement which isn't very far but you go quick and so i got over there and then daniel went to go up the steps but because the washer was three steps up there's maybe like three inches to climb up between the washer and the wall he couldn't get up so then i had to like hop up on the banister and shimmy my <laughs> shimmy my way up the steps and then get back on the other side so we could put the washer down at the bottom again because we were like, this isn't working. Then we, we gave up for a while. We ate went, dinner. Ate dinner. And, uh, it was just like we were frustrated. <clears throat> I didn't know how it was gonna, how we were going to get it up. 
So I went back downstairs and I tried to pull it again and it wasn't happening. Um, and then I basically got it up on a step and I called Samantha and I was like, put your shoes on and come here. And she came down and she was like, what? I can't pull it. And I was like, I'm going to pick it up and you're going to, you're going to pull it when I pick it up. So basically step by step, I lifted the washing machine. Yeah. And Samantha pulled it up over the step and it was just, I don't know. Had to hulk out. Yeah. Well, and it was like, I think the first time we were trying to do it, I was just trying to pull like towards me. And this time, the second time we tried it, I realized I had to pull up and towards me instead of just trying to like drag it with me. And I was having to like squat and push my feet as hard against the wall as I could to get enough leverage to to pull it up with me. <laughs> we got to the like not the tops. It was the top step before you get into our kitchen. And I'm sitting there. Well, I fell backwards. <laughs> and I was like, oh gosh, I probably just let it go and he's going to get squished. But he had it. And then, like, I'm standing there. He's like, we have another one. <laughs> he's like, one more. And I was like, yeah. He's like, okay. <laughs> so then, but <laughs> once it was up here, it was it was fine. But it was just... It's a nightmare and a half getting it. And it still had water in it somewhere. Like, you could hear it sloshing around. It was heavy. Like, and I'm sure that's probably why it stayed down there is because whoever had it down there, it probably broke. It probably didn't drain out. They couldn't get it up the steps because it was heavy because it wasn't drained. And they just left it there. So... You know, it was one of those things where we want it, we want to organize that our laundry room. I guess you'd call it our laundry room. It's like storage and laundry. Like we want to work on that, but that needed to go before we could do anything else. And then when we got it outside. There's steps in front of our door, and it like <laughs> it like fell over into the grass. And I was like, oh god. We just started laughing. Like, what else? And then we got it to the street, and then. <laughs> On Monday morning, when the trash people picked it up, like I, I heard them struggling with it. It took them forever to get. I don't know. I tried to look through our ring doorbell to see it because I didn't want to get out and look, at, get up and look out the window because they come at like five a.m. But I just heard it like just it kept hitting the ground. Like they were like dragging it, I guess. Yeah. So uh, at least we weren't the only ones struggling with it. Yeah, and he's like, I don't think they can get it. And then I stood up and looked out the the window and I was like well it's gone so they must have taken it and they just took it on a regular truck which I have no clue how like I have I no clue how they got it in there I don't well, know how it crushes it well the they have a thing where it picks up the trash cans and it lifts the trash yeah. cans up so that's probably what they did they put it where the trash can is and they, they probably lift it up and oh, dropped it in there yeah. I don't know I guess we'll never know you couldn't see it at all on the ring no, it was behind our cars. Oh, dang. Ding, dang. So, yeah, that was our adventure of getting the washing machine out of our <laughs> our, our basement. Um, let's Next see. time it happens, we'll have people to help us. Yep. Or hopefully the next time that happens, it'll be when we're getting a new washer, in which case someone, the people that bring the new washer will take this old washer. Or it will be when we are moving houses and 
we'll have people Which to isn't help. anytime soon. Yeah, that won't be anytime soon. But hopefully, if we have to move the washer ever by ourselves again or like on our own without professionals, we'll have people there to help us. Yeah. Or it won't have water in it. That would be the ideal situation. So, other things going on is Nathan's freshman year of baseball um, ended today. They actually just lost in the sectional final. So, he'll be back with the Angels starting tomorrow, officially. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll be pretty busy with that. Let's see what else is going on. Do you want to talk about your toddy and James? Toddy and James? No. Okay. I feel like that. If y'all don't know about it, it's on the internet. You can find all sorts of memes and things. Pretty wild. Alright, so, yeah. See, our our RSVP date has passed. We got, pretty much, we had to reach out to some people, but we got a response from basically everybody, with the exception of two people, I guess. Well, a a couple didn't respond, but they were automatically news because they live far away, and they were my family, and it was... Yeah. But... I mean, for the most part, we had to do some prying out of people, but that's done. So we have our final meeting at our venue this coming Friday. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be down the home stretch tomorrow when this comes out. Well, I guess it comes out. It'll come out on Wednesday. We'll actually be a month away, 30 days away. No, 32 no, days away. We're 32 today. We'll be 31, 31. tomorrow, which technically is a month. Well, yeah, because tomorrow time, is May fifteenth, and we get married on June fifteenth. Yeah. So it's a month. Yeah, it's just that May has thirty-one days. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. So Home that's. Stretch. That's basically it. That's all I got written down here. Anything else you want to talk about? For all y'all Antietam folks, just found out. Customers who suffered outages will get a fourteen-day credit for phone and internet services. And the first billing cycle is to supposed to go out this week. Or the first cycle to include refunds for disrupted services is supposed to go out this week. But our bill so. is due on Friday, and we pay a month ahead. Cheap. Yeah. So where's our credit? We won't get it until July. We won't get it until June. June. But you, when June, you pay for June and July. 14 days. They better include us. How they know? It says for affected customers. Everybody was affected. Yeah. We were affected longer than anybody else. It started going out on the Sunday before everybody else had problems. Yeah, and we've had problems since. And we've reached out to them, so it's not like they don't know that we didn't have issues. So, I guess we're supposed to keep an eye on it. But if this is what it took to get the monopoly of Antietam Cable out of Hagerstown, then so be it, I guess. If if it does, in fact, do that. We'll yeah. see. We'll see, because it's definitely been, especially when we stream TV, so it's like when it happens, we can't watch TV, which isn't the end of the world, but when you're winding down at night, and you're just chilling before you go to bed, it's nice to to have something to watch, even if it's just background noise. Well, and not even that, but when it's going out, yes, there are other things we could be doing, and yes, we would like take that time and clean the house, but... Really, we would sit around and do yard work, but it's been a hot mess out in our backyard. So, 
it's kind of like we just sit here and just wait because we can't really do much of much of anything so that's all yeah so yeah that's all that's all folks so I've been I have planned out the episodes for the next coming month if anybody would like to guest host while we are in Jamaica let me know you have complete creative control over the podcast all you gotta do is send it to me and I'll upload it yeah. So if you want to do that, if you ever went or were, have been interested in doing it, just reach out to me or Samantha and uh, let us know. Let us know. So we'll talk to you next week. It might just be me next week. I don't know if Samantha's want to jump in on this topic or not. What is it? Um, best man or wedding toast. I'm good. I don't speak in front of people. You can. You can be my hype man. I was your hype man for the six months of you prepping for that. Yeah, see, I need, you're going to talk, so she'll be with me next week as well. (laughs) All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. As always, hit the subscribe button, uh, the like button, share it if you want, all that jazz. Um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. See you around. Oh, wait, that's your line. Bye, guys. Wow. Bye, guys. Wow. Wow. See you around. Peace. Cook me something yummy And when I was sick She would take care of me Fix me your chicken soup Let me stay home from school But if I did I couldn't leave the room Cause that was the rule I could run in the race And come dead last She say that's my baby Stand up and clap She taught me respect And I'm thankful for that And if I ever fell in love Make sure that girl love me back A couple times when I was bad She haul off She made me who I am Song is dedicated to my mama Taught me how to put on my pajamas Always let me have a couple dollars Told me that my dreams are better follow I love my mama
Yeah. All the mamas working more than one job. Working real, real hard. Mamas all over the world, you know. <laughs> 